The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not replace the advice of a licensed therapist or medical professional. All the information obtained in this podcast comes from peer-reviewed research and literature. Please find references to each podcast in the description. Welcome to Real Talk with your host, Dr. Africa Rainey. Light me up, don't you stop, cause tonight it's on the line. Show me how you get on down, close my eyes, take me for Hello, and welcome to Real Talk, a podcast about diversity, mental health, and everything in between. I'm your host, Dr. Rafa Karani. On today's episode, we'll be talking about generational trauma, what it is, its impact on families, and ways to begin the healing process by acknowledging its impacts with empathy and compassion. Stay tuned. One day, over 100 years ago, in turn-of-the-century St. Louis, Missouri, a nine-year-old black child named John was walking to school one morning when a white man in a horse-drawn buggy approached him. This man took John and drove him to his barn where he was held captive, tortured, abused, and forced into slave labor. John was a black child with no voice, and his family, while they searched everywhere, had no other ability to find him. Law enforcement was only available for whites. John was eventually found 12 years later at the age of 21 by his mother who heard his voice in a crowd selling fruit out of the back of a truck. John never spoke of what happened it was locked away into his family. His trauma did leak out into his behavior, his genes, his emotions, his body, and his relationships with his wife and nine children he would come to have. John tragically passed at an early age from cardiovascular disease 
one of his sons, William, would go on carrying the trauma of his father into the Vietnam War, where William became physically disabled from his injuries and deeply traumatized from both the nature of his injuries and negligence by the military due to systemic racial oppression. William would go on for over three decades with chronic debilitating pain from countless surgeries, medical racial trauma, and post-traumatic stress disorder from the war until succumbing from early onset Alzheimer's at age 66. Two generations of black men deeply impacted by generational racial and war trauma. John's full name was John Luella Rainey, my grandfather. His son, William Gary Rainey, was my father. Generational trauma consists of generations of individuals who carry either consciously or unconsciously feelings or thoughts about devastating events or ongoing familial, societal, or cultural systemic atrocities occurring either before birth or at a young age. War, racial trauma, holocausts, addictions, incest, narcissistic abuse. Trauma speaks with its own unspoken words. Its voice lies in the behaviors, explosive emotions, refusal to express emotions, or shutting down in conflict. It whispers in seething resentments and feelings of powerlessness from being wordlessly controlled. It speaks to inflammation in the body and clouds of pain in the mind. Generational trauma in its many forms is a shadowy figure hovering over many families, preventing real connection and enabling behaviors creating pain, control, abuse, and subjugation. 
generational trauma weaves itself into our very DNA in human development. Its influence is seen in how we perceive and interact with ourselves and the world. Generational trauma and its impacts on individuals and families is the byproduct of ideological constructs of fear, oppression, control, and violence. How do you know you have generational trauma in your family? Most, if not all, ethnic and gender minority families carry some amount of generational trauma. Some of the largest groups being Black and Indigenous populations, in addition to women, disabled, and LGBTQI2 populations. Families who may identify as immigrants who may have had to deal with persecution in their country of origin or lived under the cloak of violence, such as in war-torn countries like Germany during World War II. Generational trauma can also occur through the act of witnessing acts of racism perpetrated by members of one's own family. This is not uncommon among white families in the U.S. Centuries of trauma and oppression of women who exist in families silently suffering for generations in a state of silent rage. The gay relatives always seen alone in order to maintain the open secrets of their sexuality or the transgender individuals who aren't seen at all in a bid to keep everyone comfortable. White relatives who are in marriages or partnerships with individuals from racial minority groups. The harmful treatment of these individuals and the messages received by children about what is acceptable and what is not is where the trauma occurs to include the shame of being unacceptable to one's family. Once we permit oppression in any part of our lives, then it will spread and impact everyone we love in one way or another. Generational trauma can only cease by being seen. Healing is hearing. When we experience physical pain, the sensation tells us 
to address the origin of the pain, to pay attention and manage it by giving it attention. Whether that is to apply a bandage, a gentle pat, or stitches, the sensation of pain is a clear indication of something being amiss. This applies to our emotional lives as individuals and as part of a familial system. Here are four things to consider when dealing with generational trauma. Four words to keep in mind, compassion, focus, acceptance, and integration. Number one, compassion. Have compassion for others, particularly older members of your family. Compassion does not mean to allow disrespect. Compassion is having a deep emotional understanding of the painful experiences of another. Compassion can help an individual learn to be present on a deeper level with another. Number two, focus. Focus on your healing by accepting everyone is in a different place in their understanding of how generational trauma has impacted them to include being in denial. Denial is the shield to shame. It is not our place to remove it. Each person must be ready to do the work, hopefully with a licensed professional to help guide the process. Number three, acceptance. Accept you can only change yourself. This can be difficult to come to terms with, but it is vital for the well-being of yourself and your relationships. We can only heal ourselves through that process. We heal the people we are in relationship with by relating to them in an emotionally healthier way. Number four, integration. Trauma is like grief. It changes us. Learning to integrate it into our lives will bring about greater peace and wisdom. Trauma can help us create deeper, more meaningful, authentic connections. Sharing stories of vulnerability with others who have similar pain can help develop a deeper understanding and trust of each other and ourselves. Healing is hearing, and that truly listening and being fully here or present It is hearing the cry of pain within oneself or another and paying attention to it without judgment, shame, or criticism. So, 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 so.
I end with a quote from the book The Inheritors Moving Forward from Generational Trauma by Jita Aryan Bach. And I quote, My invitation to you then is to join me in recognizing that while we have inherited so much loss, we have also inherited a capacity to move in the world with compassion and strength. Let us think of our journey together as a way of exploring our stories to help us find our common experience. My hope is that you will feel that you are neither alone nor crazy. End quote. This is my hope as well. Allowing greater diversity in one's life is exploring the intricacy of reality and truth versus the stories we tell ourselves to bring us discomforting comfort in order to numb silent hidden pain. Healing is hearing with presence, compassion, and empathy. I'm Dr. Africa Rainey. It has been a pleasure, and I will see you in one month. Have a beautiful day. Bye bye. Current situation ain't my final destination. That's just how I see.